and welcome to LA Redux, your weekly podcast for LA News. I'm here with the lovely and talented Alex Schmidt. Lovely to be here on this chilly evening. And our very special guest, Mike Rowe. Hey, how's it going, guys? Of uh, KPCC and his very own podcast, Geek Pilgrims. That is correct. And I also do the Without a Net pop culture blog for KPCC. Right. 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 Uh, so much to talk about. It was, it was an exciting, historic night, was it not? Uh, Barack Obama... Uh, Nate Silver, first gay senator, gay marriage passed in three states. I think my favorite new website is isnatesilverwitch.com. It's uh, pretty great, and they say probably. <laughs> uh, and marijuana legalized in two states. Uh, so in Washington, you can actually get married to a dime bag. Oh, my God. More reasons to move there. Hey, are you going to move back? Mike's from <laughs> I am, in fact, from Washington. I, I was talking to my dad about what he voted for and, uh, and his thoughts on, on marijuana and gay marriage. And uh, I believe he voted against both of them because he's a, he's a parent. So he's, he's that generation. Yes. Right. Uh, banter over. Uh, we move now to California, our very own home state of California, where a few interesting things of our own uh, happened. Uh, Prop 30. Prop 30 passed. Uh, California actually voted to tax itself. Are you shocked? I'm not. And you know what? Although early on in the evening there was a bit of a, mm. a scare, wasn't there? The, results, the, the early, early results suggested it might not pass. Th- there was, and that, that's partly because the votes from L.A. County took forever to start being counted. It was almost three hours. Mike, you, you probably know this because you were, like me, um, st- staying up and, and blogging about the election. But uh, L.A. County took them nearly three hours to start, uh, to start counting the ballots. Yeah, there was a problem with like the ballots got stuck on like a helicopter. and it had the yeah, That's what they and, said. It was yeah. very suspicious. Yes. They were saying fog. Yeah, right? they said fog. Uh, and such a weird thing in L.A. to have a fog issue is yeah. the reason why you can't get your votes counted. It's the marine layer. Also, was, I, I want to say, sorry, as somebody who was not reporting, this matters not to anybody but you. But we've got the podcast, so. Uh, yeah, so once the L.A. County ballots uh, started being counted, it, it did pass. It passed decisively, 54 to 47. Uh, the polls were wrong. They were wrong about this, I tell you, because they were underestimating the youth vote. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was a little bit of a surprise to me because I've been looking at the polls too. And um, but you know, it passed, and it turned out that the mongers wasted a lot of money. One hundred twenty-three million dollars was spent on this one ballot measure. Did you guys see Jerry Brown when he was interviewed by Brian Williams, like yeah. in the middle of the thing? And like, and Brian Williams got it wrong. <laughs> Brian Williams got it wrong. He got thirty-eight confused with thirty. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and honestly, though, did he, he looked like he was about to like pop an artery in his brain? Or he's something. generally he's generally just an angry guy. But he was yeah. he said That's he was very a uh, Jerry Brown look right. He said he was very confident uh, that it was going to pass. He was right. So he he was right. Twenty-eight um, percent uh, of California's electorate was eighteen to twenty-nine year olds. What do you think about that? I think that's fantastic. In the near future, the outcomes of this will already be felt. Uh, community colleges in LA are going to start adding classes. And Cal State students will receive $250 refund checks. That's the thing that really amazed me is that you're getting uh, refunds based on, based on election. It, it seems like that, that's something I've not heard of before. Yeah, it's good though, right? I don't know. Some of these, thing, some of these classes are unbelievably cheap and you kind of <laughs> don't wonder why you know, the, the colleges are starved for funds. I never thought I'd be the least cynical one on a topic. <laughs> but uh, moving on, uh, the real shock of the night was that Democrats 
captured two-thirds of the state house. Did they not? Yeah, they got uh, what looks like a supermajority. You know, it's going to give them, if they want to, say, raise taxes uh, without facing opposition. They have that in their uh, grasp at this point. So it'll be interesting to see how they wield that power. Yeah, Jerry Brown gave this kind of very nervous press conference this morning <laughs> where he was trying to reassure everyone that, oh, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep them in check. Don't worry, because uh, uh, this is the first time in 80 years that one party has had supermajorities in both houses in California. Yeah, and the first sentence that came out about it in this LA Times story was like, supermajority in, the, in uh, the California legislature gives them like to raise taxes. I'm like, they can do other things too, right? Yes, but it's like, can... that's the only focus of the whole thing. It's <laughs> well, all raising it, taxes. Interestingly, they can also override Jerry Brown's vetoes. So things could get very dicey. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, there, there are moments when the, the House and the governor do not see eye to eye. So it'll be interesting to see if they, uh, they decide to, to go to war and, and wield that power. A few people here are blaming uh, redistricting uh, for, for tilting the balance of power towards the Democrats. Interesting fun fact, uh, do you know who funded the uh, ballot measures to, uh, to form the Citizens Redistricting Commission? No. Charles oh Munger Jr. Yes, Aha, too late. You already said you don't know. Sorry. Uh, and That's s- it. You're off the podcast. <laughs> And, and, and speaking of the mongers, uh, they had a not great night last night uh, because they spent a combined $81 million and uh, didn't, didn't get their way, didn't get their way at all. Yeah, uh, you know, from uh, Charles to Molly, uh, uh, there's a very sad family gathering this Thanksgiving. Uh, in all, just under $370 million was spent on these 11 ballot measures. Now, Alex, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, the, everyone was saying, oh, money this and money that. But there, there seems to be no correlation between how much money was spent on these ballot measures and what actually won. It turns out that in six of the 11 races, the side with the most money won, which is just, just over half. So you could have flipped a coin and gotten the same result. Yeah, and um, a chunk of this money is the $11 million that came in from this anonymous right. Arizona thing, which – sorry, and it went to – Which went to – to, to, to yeah, it went to defeat 30 and, and support 32, exactly. So this money come, came from Arizona, $11 million, um, and somebody rang a bell about it, um, and now they're tr- the, the state is investigating it. Um, but both of the measures that it was pushing for went the opposite direction that it was pushing. So. Well, I, I wonder, specifically about Prop 32, which would have uh, limited the influence of unions, I wonder if this wouldn't have been better off without all that dirty Coke money. Uh, the measure was winning until until all that dirty money started flowing in, and then it, it started to take a nosedive. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see that you know that the money seems to have backfired, and uh, it is a lot of money going down the drain. I guess the winner is just local advertising. I want to ask my question again because you never answered it. Uh, is is it, does money even affect politics at all? No, I think yeah, it's a very interesting question to ask in light of Citizens United and the super PACs and this explosion of sort of networks of underground movements of money that are funding and, uh, you know, fighting different um, candidates. So it gives me some hope that that people are a little bit more informed. On the other hand, you know, some of the measures that passed, I felt, suggested that people aren't very informed. Yeah, and this also sort of does reaffirm uh, that there will be money influence from unions and from the uh, you know the the uh, uh, prison uh, guards union. You know they 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 fought very hard against this and and were trying to make sure that they had that power to spend freely. 
Right. Uh, let's just give a little lip service to Prop 39, which was uh, really flew under the radar. It was funded by this guy, Tom Steyer. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce his name. Uh, they call him the California Hedge Fund King. Uh, this passed overwhelmingly. Money. We love it, right? We like money. Yeah, uh, Prop 39, I think it was one of those uh, propositions that, you know, like you said, flew under the radar. And there were also uh, – it seemed a little bit complicated because, you know, the, it, it is diverting money in these different ways and sort of, you know, ballot box budgeting. And, and uh interesting to, you know, see if uh, that ends up being a positive or not. Uh, moving on, L.A. County, Jackie Lacey. She won her race uh, for district attorney. She's the first female and the first African-American to hold that position in L.A. County. Did you know that? I did know that. And I also know that she's pro-death penalty. Hmm. Hmm. Death penalty, uh, that one, that, the, the, that, that did not pass mm-hmm. to, to revoke the death penalty. Um, uh, Measure J, Measure J also lost with 65% of the vote. 65% of people in L.A. County decided they wanted to keep this tax, uh, this, this sales tax, and it lost because it needed two-thirds vote. Is that not the height of lunacy that 65% is not enough to pass something? Yeah, I, I remember we even had a problem with this in the coverage we were doing in that uh, somebody who was running our results accidentally flipped it to passed uh, because they uh, <laughs> felt like, oh, 65%, sure, and, and they, they were not paying close enough attention. And uh, yeah, it's, it was kind of shocking that, that um, it was I mean, you know, razor thin. You know, that's almost two-thirds. They, they almost got it. But. And you also have to wonder, like, who are the people that voted for Prop 30 and not for Jay? No, more people – more people voted for Jay than Prop 30. Because right. Prop 30, yeah, because yeah. Prop 30, Prop 30 needed a simple majority. Now, yes. in LA County, uh, oh. Prop 30 got 60%, which is why it was able to run up the score in mm. LA County. But it's still less than Measure J, which was this overwhelmingly uh, popular thing, but fell two points short. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable that, that, uh, that that's what it takes to, to pass don't something. You think, don't you think they'll try again with something like this? Well, uh, I, what I do think is that they're going to try to do it through uh, Washington, D.C., because mm. uh, they could try to get a loan from the federal government uh, with Obama back in the White House. Mm. First, uh, first African-American president, by the way. Did you know that? I didn't know that. What? <laughs> uh, more L.A. County stuff. Measure A lost, resoundingly, 22 to 78. 78%. Measure B won. Measure B, condoms and porn. It's the end. It's the end of an era, the end of porn in the valley. Are you crushed, Alex? I don't know. I mean, it'll move to Orange County, right? I mean, it's not that far away. Mike, give us some perspective. This is the end of a huge, you know, the valley was the porn capital of the world, and it's no longer. What what does this mean? Yeah, it was something where I uh, first started looking into this, and I had a a porn-loving friend have to break it down for me. A a friend. uh, Yes, exactly. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Okay, fine. I had to uh, uh, sort of really made the arguments for like, oh, they're already getting tested, and it's going to ruin the economy, and it's just uh, – he sort of made it for the epic disaster, which it probably isn't. I sort of agree with Alex that, you know, uh, things will shift, but it's – you know, porn will go on. But but this this will surely change the character of the San Fernando Valley uh, yeah, irrevocably. Now it's like a completely vanilla. Like there's nothing interesting <laughs> about it now. Exactly. Porn is the only thing the valley had going for it. Yeah, why else would you go to Van Nuys? Come on. Exactly. Uh, one person who's leaving the valley, City Councilman Tony Cardin Carden- Cardenas. City Councilman Tony Cardenas. I thought you were going to say Tony Well, I'm getting there. Uh, City Councilman Tony Cardenas. <laughs> 
is leaving Los Angeles because he won a seat in Congress. Uh, so his seat will be up for grabs in March, I believe. Uh, another city councilman, Richard Alarcone, lost his bid to, uh, to return to the state assembly, which is an office he held for 102 days. He lost to Raul Bocanegra. You, you've, got, you've got to have something on this. Yeah, I mean, uh, he did have that whole 102 days of prior experience. Uh, but yeah, people just were not getting behind Richard Alarcone. So, uh, you know, a bit, of a bit of a surprise since he is, had, had sort of higher name value, but it did not work out for him. Brad Sherman. Brad Sherman destroyed his <laughs> rhyming rival, Howard Berman, by 21 points. We, we knew that was coming, though, right? Yes, we did know it was coming. Can One, we get them in, like, a pay-per-view fight now? I'm, I'm really looking forward to that now that they've settled this. Uh, well, one thing we did not see coming, Richard Bloom appears to have defeated Betsy Butler in the state assembly uh, by 218 votes. Yeah, 218 people one way or the other. It sort of shows you the the whole, you know, old, your vote really does matter, guys. Well, that is going to do it for us. And I'd like to say one thing, not in regards to this, but that the past two podcasts, if you're a regular L.A. Redux listener, have been a little different from from our usual shtick. But next week we'll be going back to the usual. Yes, next week we will return to City Hall where they're trying to raise our taxes. Did you know that? Transit news Mm, and all the other transit transit news. news. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Stuff we talk about the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. There's a news item there. That's that's a little teaser for next week. Uh, many thanks to our very special guest, Mike Rowe of KPCC, and many thanks to Alex Schmidt. I love being here. And, and to you, the listener, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, maybe uh, leave us a comment. Uh, oh, a fun, fun, fun little trivia for you. Uh, we have two more comments than uh, Which Way LA. You mean like reviews? Like reviews? Yeah, yeah, reviews. I we have review. two, more, two more reviews and one less rating. Yeah. Uh, one less rating. So Although we are we are eleven for eleven. All eleven of our ratings are perfect five stars. So um, if you're out there, someone maybe maybe leave us a four star review just so uh, just so we know that it's it's not like our friends and family. Um, anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, we will see you uh, next week. Bye.